The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. It is Friday, September 2nd, and all of a sudden, September baseball is finally here. Yeah, and the Cardinals have a six-and-a-half game lead in the Central, which is the biggest of the of the season so far, I believe. Hard, the, and what the Brewers at the trade deadline, I believe, were two up on us. Is that correct? Two or three? Three and three, I think. There were four that weekend before and when we were in Washington. What a terrible fall for Grace for the boys up north. And they just lost um to the Diamondbacks in their first game of what they call, I guess, Craig Timber, which I didn't know was a thing. For they Craig Council. Craig Timber for Craig Council. I don't know why. But I <laughs> guess they have good Septembers with Craig Council. I don't know. What is that that's what that means? They probably have had a lot of success in September with Craig Council, so they call it Craig Timber the Brewers fans, but I mean, 0-1 and Craig Timber, so. <laughs> All right. Hey, I don't, um, I don't know. Four, four game, they got a four-game set in Arizona with the Snakes, who were playing well. Uh, we talked about the rookie that they just called up, Carroll. That dude can fly. He's really good. I mean, him and Alec Thomas are batting back-to-back in that order, and both those guys are two of the fastest guys in the league. They're really good. Yeah. I like that the, team. Me too. Me too. I, I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping that they – with Gallon, they got the pieces there. We talk about Christian Walker. I don't know what happens with him, but the, the fairly good farm system. I'm hoping that they become relevant again. That'd be good for the, the game. Yeah, I had something I was about to say. Oh, no, no. Um, oh, they're third in the NL West now. They passed the Giants officially. Giants are dead. No, oh, they've been dead. They just got <laughs> they just got swept by the Padres and lost each game by one run. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, hey, let's get into the Cardinal talk a little bit. Um, sort of a weird series, but you come out with the – I've been saying it. I say it. It's not me. I didn't come up with it, but I will continue to say it just one series, and they did. It was a weird one, but they did. Um. Yeah, I expected them to kind of have a tough time simply because it was um, the last three games of a 17-game and 16-day stretch. Correct. Like, you're not going to play well throughout that whole stretch. It's not going to happen. And honestly, to win that last game in the 13th inning, that's a pretty impressive to me. It was a really ugly Agreed. game, but to be able to win it, it's impressive. I agree 100%. Uh, you go in the first night and just blow them out, and then you have the hiccup in game two, and then to come back game three and to play 13, they went in the 13th. Is that right? Um, yeah. off, I mean, that's – that's. I. how long has it been since you've seen a game go 13 innings? Last year, I believe the the Padres and the Dodgers went 13 or 14, that crazy game where no one scored and then they scored two, and then Tatis hit a two-run bomb and it just kept going on. But wow. with the new Manfred guy, I mean, man, I guess, whatever you want to call it, don't call it a ghost runner, by the way. It's not a ghost runner. No, it's the guy not is a ghost there. Anyone who calls it a ghost runner did not grow up playing wiffleball in the backyard no, like, like it, I did. It's not, ghost means, like, you can't see them. That's kind of the point of the word <laughs> ghost. Like, that's not what's happening. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, it was a – Tommy, man, Tommy is such a valuable player. That guy made two great plays to gun the guy at home. One of the plays, he made a terrible throw, and Yachty made a great tag. It was it was not even a fun game to watch, I'm not going to lie. You would think an extra inning thriller was fun. I just wanted it to be over. It was a five-hour long game, and I watched all of it. <laughs> I did but, not. But, yeah, I mean, to come out on top was huge. I mean, we're going to talk about Newfar a lot later because I think he deserves it. But he came in that game in the ninth inning, ended having up having two walks and a home run. Oh, one for one with a home run and two walks. 
not a bad day off. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a fun want, thing. Hold on, one, one, hate more, the, one more thing I have to say that was interesting about that game. Nolan Gorman is the only player ever, I think, or a Cardinal ever, to be a, considered a left fielder but never step foot in the outfield. He came in as the fifth infielder and never went to the outfield, but came in at left field. So that's interesting to me. Yeah, that's a good stat. That's our Thanks. good. Piece. That's good journalism again. That U of I degree paying off you. That's also, not me. Nice Someone said it on Twitter. Thanks. It looks nice. not, It looks like I'm rich, doesn't it? Nice it's stainless nice steel behind I, you with a nice I, little faucet. I I cut out the dirty dishes over there. Like they're way over good. there, so you well, can't nice. see them. But yeah, yeah, I had to clean up a little bit. Gracious yeah, leave well, shit all over the place. I'm I'm just tired of seeing the uh, backpack in the jail cell. So this is much better. A little bit. New. Yeah. You should do it every every one we do should be somewhere else in the house. I can only do like two more then, and then we'll have to circle back. This place is. If you huge. really if you really want to peacock everybody, you go sit poolside. Mm. No, it's loud out there. There's been there was I thought someone was drowning last night out there. They were screaming. Is it like that. Vegas? Like a Vegas pool out there with DJs and everything else? No. I don't know why it's so loud. There's just people screaming all the time. Yeah, well, it's those two dollar high noons at cams. Yeah, those are only on Thursdays though. <laughs> well, yesterday. That's why I go on Thursday. Was, was Thursday, so that could explain the screaming. Um. Anyway, game one, Miles not sharp. Stratton gets the win. Offense, obviously, the story there. Uh, a lot of people are. Yes, I saw the tweets. The people who are. It just seems like they just keep getting less and less educated on the game about Miles, and I understand the overall body of work since the All-Star break, but the fact is he's had three bad games. He has yeah. five quality starts. He has three bad games. Two of them were at Cincy, and then one was at Coors. I mean, it feels, what, like, it feels like all of our best pitchers don't pitch well in Cincy. But my yeah. biggest problem, well, I saw a Randy – I'm going to call him out a little bit. I saw Randy Carricker's tweet of Miles yeah. Michaelis' yeah, that's the one that um, ERA, and it's like, well, let's look at this like, a, like you're at least a little bit educated on what has happened. Having a 10 run, what it was a 2.1 inning performance, that's going to make your ERA look bad. But then you're going right. to, you're going to just ignore the, the Brewer start where he was great. Um, who, who, who were the, who's the other team we, we beat? The good team, uh, not honestly, the Braves, I, but the other yeah, team. Braves. Yeah, the other team we played that we swept that was good. The Yankees, he was great Yankees. against the Yankees. Had a gem against the Yankees. So, like, you, you're just ignoring where he's been great. Like, he had a bad, like, what do you expect the guy to be perfect? He's been great. He's not going to have it in the year with a sub three. It's just not going to happen. I don't understand what some of these, uh, some of our media guys do. I really just don't. I don't understand I don't... It. it. It's clickbait. It's not even a real thing. Like, okay, eight starts. He's had three bad ones. You can't ignore those. But he's had five quality starts. To be I'll honest with you, though, he's had two bad ones and one okay one. Like, and right. he always, and honestly, that that red star. I mean, he they weren't hitting much super hard. It was weird. Like he's had yeah. a couple of those where he's he's the pitch to contact guy. He strikes people out, but generally he tries to get deep in games and get quick outs. And when those balls aren't going to people, it's going to look a little tough. Like it happens. Yep, agreed. I'm not worried about Miles uh, Michaelis even two, a little bit. Game two, you think that's the last start we see Dakota Hudson for the year? No, I think he starts on the doubleheader. But it's okay. coming up. Yeah, so what they did, what they did, and I thought it was smart, was they know they had a doubleheader. So they made Jack throw one more rehab start, and then the doubleheader. Now Dak and Jack can both go that day, and then you have two starts. Yeah. So now, yeah, Deco- unless they want to go know. Jake Woodford. I don't know what you – look, I still – I'm not giving up on Dakota Hudson. I won't. He's 20, no. 26? 26, 27, so, one, two. Somewhere that area, right? He's young. He has good stuff. But I, I, will, I will say it again. If I am one of his fielders behind him, I don't know how many times I have to tell him, hurry the fuck up and throw the ball. Like, it is – 
that would, as a middle infielder myself through high school and college, that would do me in watching the game is miserable. It, it really is watching him pitch is miserable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many claws Mike Maddox needs to give him to tell him that he needs a pitch clock. That's what needs to happen right now for Dakota to become a better pitcher. That's what I, I think. I honestly believe that. I honestly thought his start Saturday, I believe, wasn't it? Um, wasn't his reason for being bad wasn't the same as his prior reasons for being bad. It wasn't that his pace wasn't horrible and he wasn't walking people. They were just hitting the pitches he was making. Because, I don't know, I mean, you sit on one pitch with that guy. Like, his slider is not going to, like, it's not going to strike a bunch of people out. It's not going to surprise you. It doesn't have sharp break. So when you sit on a sinker, if you're hitting it hard, like he's going to have a tough start. That's what they were doing. They were, he was aggressive in the zone and they were hitting everything hard, which I guess you could, could say is a little alarming that he was doing everything right. It was bad. But I think with Dakota Hudson, when he's starting and he's actually doing that every start, he's going to have starts like that where it's frustrating because he gives up a lot of hits because he doesn't have swing and miss in this game. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with Dakota Hudson. I almost think I don't know. I don't know if he brings much value to the bullpen, if I'm being honest with you. Because I think Jake Whipper had been better, and he's in the bullpen. So I don't know what don't, to do with him. I, I I think you keep him up here through September, but he's not on the postseason roster. That's easy. I mean, you can't even give him innings over Jake Woodford right now. Like, you can't validate that. And I honestly don't know. Well, we'll get to Jack in a minute, so I don't want to get far ahead of that. Or get to the postseason. Like, it's low. That's, you know, putting a little bit before the, the cart the before horse, the horse. Before the cart before the horse. Because we don't really – I mean, we still got four weeks left. But, yeah, um, I, yeah I just don't know what to do with him because it is, it is miserable. And if I'm a field, I said, I tweeted out the other night, I just sit down. I think like maybe that would get the point across, throw the fucking ball. Like there, he stands there. Like, he, like what are you, what are you thinking about? I don't know. I mean, I thought he was better last start with that, but he has done well, that a lot. I don't, I don't know. Is the, the Thursday before he comes out and throws a quality start, he goes seven. He's moving with a little sense of urgency. He is uh, getting ground ball out. He's doing everything you need. But then he comes out and since he and just reverts right back to what he's done. And like I said, I'm not going to bury him. I'm a Dakota Hudson fan. If Dakota Hudson is doing what Dakota Hudson can do, he is a great back of the rotation pitcher for you. I mean, he is. That's all there is yeah. to it. But he's not doing it right now. And then then yesterday was Plante. Yesterday got the win in. He got the win coming in. He was so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was so good. Quintana he started. Would... And Quintana didn't start great. But I thought he, was he started himself through. He was fine. Yeah. He was fine. Um, he's about what you expect. I also don't think he's a starter in the postseason. Most likely, hopefully, if Jack comes That's back, right. good. Okay, that was the cart that was going to go before the horse. Was I was going to say that, but you just. But he's a guy that if you have a lot of games and you want to give him a start, you have confidence he can go out there and give you a chance to win. So even in the playoffs, in my opinion. But I think Palante needs some love. That dude came in with a runner on second base for two innings with no runs. Like he gets a run, the game's over. Got out of it both times, and then. One of them was first and third with nobody out because they got an infield single and he still got out of it. A lot to the defense because the defense was great. And then comes in and then of course he gives up a run after we get three and makes it scary. But um, they end up winning, so he he was really good. I mean he threw three innings, no earned runs because that runner doesn't count as an earned run. I mean he did everything and more that you could have asked for. Like if he would have lost, a lot that of people game, don't realize then, is Palante jumped up from Double A. Like mm-hmm. this isn't a guy who's been in the minors for a long time. No college. Low A, high A, double A majors yep. had a great spring training um, and has been such a great contributor for this team the entire year. He has done everything they've asked of him. And I, I you know, I, I don't even think we, I, I think everybody started. I, if you're not noticing, you're not watching. It's that I think it's everyone's that, noticed him. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, um, I feel I, like I, everybody should know the name, I, but he has been so valuable. And, you know, uh, I, I think come playoff time, 
when you look at your starters, if they get you through five, you've got guys like Hicks, you've got guys like Pelante, you've got Gio, uh, you've got Zach Thompson, you've got, I mean, fill in the blank there from the Helsley. left side. We don't, huh? You forgot Helsley. Well, no, I, was, I wasn't there yet. And then you've oh, got okay. Helsley at the end. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if your starters can give you five in the playoffs, and if they give you six, that's crazy. But if they give you five in a three-game series, you've got it set up to where guys are going to be ready to go every night, and they only need to go in any. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then Hexaplante, obviously, if a guy has a clunker, or like even say he goes up two through three and you don't feel comfortable sitting back out there, you've got guys that can cover some bulk innings. But for me, I tweeted this after um, Palante, after we won, that Palante is a guy in the playoffs, you can give the ball in any situation and have full confidence that he will do whatever you ask and do it well. Like you could, he could come and just let nobody out and you feel good that he's going to limit the damage, like no matter what. So that, I mean, that's a guy you love to have, especially what is he, 24? Is he even that old? I think he's 24 because he played college ball, right? So he's got to be he's 23, 24. turning, turning yeah. 24 in 17 days. Yep. And I have so. to think, I don't know what they'll do. My guess is they don't send him to a fall league because he's thrown so many innings this year. Yeah, my guess is there's no need to put extra innings on that. But my guess is he comes into spring training competing for a rotation spot and knowing that if he doesn't earn it, you have an incredibly uh, invaluable piece in the bullpen again next year. Again, my- cart, horse. But you, you understand what I'm saying. My hope is obviously that they have five starters other than him. Agreed. And he's your fallback plan. Like Tony yeah. Gonsolin, let's not forget this year, the Dodgers had Tony Gonsolin as a fallback plan for their rotation. Right. They just took it by right. storm. That's, that's what you want. Is you want guys like Pelante and you want guys like Jake Woodford or Dakota Hudson even to be in your rota- your organization already that can be a starter. And the problem that all the Car- a lot of Cardinal fans have and where I disagree with them is they say, go sign seven starters. Well, they're not going to come here. Right. Like, Jose Quintana when they come here this offseason. So you want to no. have the guys like Pelante. Zach Davies not wasn't as, coming here. Well, if, I, who wants him anyway? He's horrible. Anyway. Well, no, what I'm saying is those were the names that were thrown yeah. out to Jordan Lyles and the Zach Davies. They got a guaranteed roster spot. By the way, Jordan Lyles has been nails in Baltimore. But they've got a guaranteed roster spot at guaranteed starter money. They weren't going to take a question mark starter spot no. for a question mark starter money. No, and that's, that's why when you start yelling at Mo, we should have had eight starters. Well, no, no, that doesn't happen unless you have them in your system. And that's where we were a little bit exposed yeah. this year with the lack that's of the pro- start. Agreed. Yeah, starting that's the problem is that they don't have starting yes. pitching depth and they're trying to replenish. So that's why they drafted so many college pitchers this year. But you want to have Absolutely. a guy like Galante not even fighting for a spot necessarily, but to right. be a guy where if someone goes down, he steps right in. You're covered. I agree. And Zach Thompson, that guy too, I think next year. He's so I think he's a bullpen guy. I'll be honest with you. His you stuff do, plays you up in the bullpen. The, Dude, he throws ninety nine out of the bullpen. No, it doesn't. He had one start and gave up six for Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, it was bad. You know, and like he just he seems like when he gets through a an order more than once, it starts to become a problem. And maybe that doesn't last. He has stuff where he's very he's versatile. But for me right now, Zach Thompson's my number one lefty out of the pen. Him and JoJo, my God, um, that guy deserves some love too. As we're talking about the rotation have to be geeked about what we saw from Jack this week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, he was great. I was following I mean, along hear, on it. Did you get to hear Mark DeRosa, who absolutely is a Jack Flaherty. Lo- like, he loves Jack Flaherty. Mm-hmm. Did you hear him, like, breaking him down and talking about him? I mean, he was throwing he was throwing gas with ease. But it looked like Jack Flaherty 2019. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. So, yes, he was throwing hard. Probably 96, 97. Um, they, I thought they said he had 98. They, okay. The radar gun said he had 100. He didn't. And he doesn't. Oh. He won't. Okay, Seguano was supposed to be throwing 102 when he came over here, throwing 93. Their radar guns can be inflated down there. Like, even Pelante was said to throw 99. He doesn't. 
So yeah, he's not throwing 100. So relax on that. I don't care what their radar guns say. But yeah, he was throwing hard. I want. I mean, Jack is at his best when he's 93 to 94 consistently, and he can ramp it up to 96, 97 when he needs a swing and miss. And he's really good at that. That's he didn't have. Seen. Yeah, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have that when he was here at last time. He didn't have that extra gear. And if he has that, that was great. And it was great to see him. He had a couple earned runs. Um, I saw the play that had the earned run on it. The left fielder just missed the ball. Like it was like up against the wall. He didn't even put his glove up and it hit off the top of the wall. So whatever. But he he looked great. He went what seven innings? Seven. Yeah. I think he might have gone into the eighth. He might have gone seven plus. But he so he will pitch Tuesday, I believe, right against the, in the double header. He'll pitch Tuesday, in the double header yeah. Tuesday against the Nationals. Five game, five game series. Five game series against Washington, right? Four. Why would they play five? Well, we're going Thursday. Oh, there's no doubleheader? Okay, I I misled. So. Someone misled me. Yeah, I didn't think they had a doubleheader against Washington. Someone, someone had – someone. I don't know. I think it was Jeff Jones, but someone had some some, yeah. some wrong journalism out there. So yeah, the going, doubleheader thing I said about Dakota Hudson, that was all wrong. I'm going with some friends uh, Thursday to the businessman special Thursday afternoon game. So that'll be fun. And they have um, another tough stretch coming Cubs up. In town, that's cool. Cubs weekend series. Again, we went – when it was during the week, that was cool, but it should never be that way. It should always be a weekend series here in St. Louis or in Chicago, especially next year when you have 13 games versus 19. So it should definitely be all weekend series. Um, yeah. Tonight you've got uh, Samson and Monty. Now Samson gave us has given us fits in the past, but I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not. It's to the point, dude. And I know this is probably anti lifelong Cardinal fan theory, not not theory, um, track record. I'm. I'm not even worried. Like, I just feel like our starters are going to go out. They're going to pitch well. Somebody's going to hit. If not, everybody's going to hit. And in the end, come out with two or three from the Cubs. You've got Jordan Lyles. Or not Jordan Lyles. Um, well, good Lord. Brain fart there. Um, Jordan Montgomery. Drew Smiley. <laughs> Drew Smiley oh. tomorrow. And then you got the Sunday against Wayno. I mean, that's a dub, right? And then you got Michaelis back at home on Sunday against Stroman, who, by the way, for some reason, we now own Marcus Stroman. Like, we have hit him so well this year. A guy who, as I've always been a big fan of, as far as the way he throws, but we we found something that has helped us hit Marcus Stroman. I think it's his sinker. We hit sinker balls very well. Um, a lot of our guys have trouble with velocity at the top of the zone. So when you have a guy that throws pretty, I mean, he doesn't go slow, but it sinks down into their bat path. I think that's probably where you find a success, especially with like Gorman who struggles at the top of the zone. Well, by the way, we need to talk about him in a little bit because I don't know what they're doing with him, but. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of confidence. And then basically every night they at least have a chance. I don't even care if it's Quintana versus, I mean, who's a Jacob DeGrom. I still think they're going to have a chance to win the game at some point. Like, that's just how well they're playing right now. And I think you look at it, even this whole season, there hasn't been a lot. We haven't gotten blown out very often. Like, we did get blown out against the Braves. That happened. But, I mean, I can count on one hand the amount of times I can remember, like, a blowout against us. Like, it doesn't happen. That's why our run differential is so good. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I always feel like they have, they're in every game, it seems like, every single one, no matter what. It does. It does. It's uh, it's fun right now. It's fun to be a Cardinal fan. I mean, I, I, I said this, I think either last pot or the last the one before it, like just the idea that right now, I, last night I watched no Cardinal. So your mom and I got caught up a little bit on better call Saul. So got a few left on that, but then I watched college football last night. It was awesome. Like incredible two great games, West Virginia hit the backyard brawls back. Two, two overturned catches that were like game changing catches. I cannot believe that that Purdue catch was fantastic. That was one of the best catches I've ever seen. And then they overturned it and drew. I, I wanted – okay, I have a problem. I hate Purdue, one. But two, <laughs> I don't like seeing Drew Brees sad. So I was kind of rooting for Purdue to win because he looked really sad. 
So, yeah. so that was that was way, the limit. By the way, the new the new Drew Brees athletic facility at Purdue looks fucking sweet. Also, he looks great. By the way, can we get him he back? Does. On the team? He looks like he could play. I know. He said he could. He said, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I can play right yeah. now if I wanted, but yeah, I don't know. He's just yeah. living a life. Good to see him there, though. Good to see him out about around. Mount Rushmore of my all-time favorite athletes. Drew Brees is on it. He might be number one on mine. Well, it's Michael Michael Jordan's number I one. I wasn't alive. And King Griffey Jr.'s number two. So, but Drew Brees is on it. Yeah, he's on it. You know who's climbing that list fast? Nolan Arenado. That guy <laughs> is incredible. Did hey, you see the homer he hit? You had to love the John Heyman news, right? I didn't see it. I don't follow him. Uh, John Heyman essentially came out and well, he did come out and say, um, Nolan Arenado's not opting out of St. Louis. He will not be a free agent next year. Great. Week. He's gonna opt out. <laughs> no, he's not. He's John not. Heyman says false shit all the time. That but, dude. But he's not. Like No, I I, mean, I don't think he is. And even if he is, I would be inclined to believe that he would opt out and say, Hey guys, I want to be here. Let's restructure the contract. Which would be fair. If he did that, out. if he came to him and said, Hey, I want thirty a year for the next eight, okay, give it to him. You know what I mean? Like that, I almost that wouldn't surprise me. Here's the thing. I don't think he'll do it next year. And the reason is because the club's going to say to him, look, if you don't opt out, Colorado has to eat 20 mil of your 35 mil salary. We can take that and go spend anybody. So if you want to opt out and we'll restructure your deal at the end of next year, we can do that. He can't. This is his last opt out. Huh? This is his last opt out. I thought he had another one. He he had two, but the one was last year. He didn't use it. All right. All right, so I'm assuming so no, that. So he can't, but, but they could way. restructure if you wanted, but I, I, mean, I don't know why the yes. team would even do that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess like we'll said, take that 20 mil and we're going to go sign Wilson Contreras. That's what we're going to do. We need to talk about that more in the offseason because well, I, I want to, right now. Well, I want to talk about it, but I also don't want to get off track of the season now because I feel like it kind of, you know, that's, that's I don't want to talk about it next that's year. Fair. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. We're signing him. He's going to be a Cardinal next year. I don't have that much confidence. I think they're going to be in on him. I don't know what that means. Now, what a surprise me if a team like Houston comes in and says, hey, here's $25 million a year, and we're like, we're not right. matching that. No, That's that wouldn't fair. surprise me. Like, so, and, or what surprise me if the Cubs say, well, you're the Mets. That we want. Yeah, I mean, well, no, fuck them. They're not getting in. Right, right. I hate the Mets. Um, they're going to, okay. they had to, no, they had the Mets have to sign We want to talk about Gorman here in a minute, I know. Um, but first, to, to get to Gorman, I think you have to go through what we're doing with Gorman. And the fact is, Albert hits number um, 694. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the 400, again, another check mark um, of first in the MLB history, 450 pitchers. That's, first of all, 450 home runs is unheard of. The fact that you've taken 450 guys' bridge is unbel- unbelievable. And number 694, and let I'm setting this all up for you to talk about Gorman. I, I have two thoughts, and I want to get your your thoughts on it. First of all, it's awesome watching it. But I, I talked to some buddies last night, and I think a lot of people are in agreement. You, you're just exposing Albert by get, putting him out there every night against hard-throwing right-handers. That's one. But two, when you get to the postseason, you need Nolan Gorman to be right. You need him to be hitting. You can't just bury him on the bench. And I feel the same way with Dylan Carlson, actually, to chase – the 700. Hey, I wanted to, I want Albert to get to 700. Don't, don't get me wrong. But to me, the postseason and on way more important than Albert getting to 700. I have so a few if you're going to bury Nolan Gorman for Albert to chase 700, then you're doing the team and Nolan and potentially the postseason disservice, in my opinion. Thoughts? Yeah, I have a few thoughts. One, we don't know what they're doing with Gorman. So we don't know what the reason is that they're sitting him. It could be as simple as, hey, I need a few days off to get my swing right. That could be happening, Correct. and that could be what Correct. they're doing, and it could have nothing to do with Albert. 
So that's one. And also, Albert's been taking really good at-bats against righties. He ended up winning the game off a sack fly off a righty. He look, he's looked really good. Um, also, before I get to that, Ross Detweiler from St. Louis, Missouri, cool for him to be the last guy, the guy to break yeah. the record. So that's cool. And then he yeah. got DFA'd the next day, but whatever. I mean, you yeah, he's had a pretty good career. Uh, he's 36. Pick, by the way. Yeah, he's had a good career, too. He's had, I mean, he hasn't been great, yeah. but he's had solid years in the big leagues. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Career or professional career. I don't think Ollie's going to do away with Nolan Gorman. It could have been a mental reset for three days. It could have been maybe his back was bothering him. Like, that's been a thing that he's dealt with in the past. Correct. Um, so that could also – I don't know. I would They haven't said. Is but he I don't, in the lineup tonight? Uh, I don't know if it's been released yet. They play at seven, so it's four hours in advance. That's okay. Don't don't worry about he it. He is playing tonight, batting seven. Okay. Well, there we go. Good. Um, I have a thought on Dylan Carlson as well. I will. I think Dylan Carlson needs to be your center fielder in the playoffs because I think you need that defense. Now, what does that mean for Gorman or Dickerson? Whoever's hitting well at the time needs to be playing, and the other one needs. And Corey to Dickerson continues to hit, by the way. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He's deserved that playing time. He shouldn't be in left field though in a playoff series. He should be your DH. So you signed him for. That's what needs to happen. All right. He's okay. really bad out there. Really bad. And Tyler's not bad in center field. He's pretty good, but he's not Dylan Carlson. And when you're out there, you want, you know, and postseason games are really tight. Most of them are, there's very rarely do teams score more than seven runs in a postseason game. You need to have your outfield be as strong as possible. And you need to be there. Carlos' identity has been for years, well, two or three now, defensive. You need to have that out there. You need to be able to stop. If, you, if you're not, 100%. if Dylan Carlson isn't going to provide many runs because he's hitting poorly, bat him seventh and let him save you three a game because that's what he's been doing. That's my opinion. I, I think that's a very, I, I mean, I don't, I can't argue. We, in fact, those were sort of what I said last night when I was talking to a couple of friends. The same thing, like Carlson and Gorman can be very important. Now, like you said, if Carlson's in there, that gives you some flexibility with Dickey. So that, you know, you've got that. Um, so I know you want to talk, which obviously we need to, but did Lars, Wally, Pip, Juan Yepes, is that what happened? Um, yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, exactly what happened. All right. <laughs> Him and Diggerson both. Yeah, they, that's go. exactly what happened. But the, um, Juan will be back in about um six days, maybe he'll be back. Um, and then Deluzio will be back down. Um, good for him, by the way. We shout out Ben Deluzio getting his call Absolutely. up. He's been in the minor leagues for a while. Really good player, by the way. Like he can be pretty valuable. He's really fast. That's a guy that could make your postseason roster and be a pinch runner if you need one. So, and he is here. He is here for two things: to see how he can handle running at the big league level, and to pinch run for Yachty and Albert late in the game. And if you want to play Corey Diggerson, and maybe you want to use your spots to get Carlson at bat against a lefty, and then you know later on you maybe pinch hit for Carlson or something, and then you have another outfielder. So it's it's and, fine. And you know I've been one of the guys all year like where's out like why can't we call up Alec Carlson? But there is obviously a reason that he's not up here. I know they really want him to work on some defensive stuff at the minor leagues. And to me, this move makes sense. Like people on Twitter were all up in arms. Well, you have to actually look at why the move was done. I thought I don't remember. I don't remember if it was uh Kyle Rice. Is that uh, that's Reese? Right. Reese. Reese I okay. Is it Reese? I didn't, didn't it's know. It's R E I S. So I would. Yeah, I know. Okay. I don't know. By the way, I was I almost mentioned. I like him a lot. Um, the Jack Flaherty stuff. He kept up with all that. If you want to know anything about the minor leagues. Please Agreed. go follow Kyle Reese. He's like the best. Yeah. Or Rice. We don't know. He's also hilarious. I'm a big fan of him. He is. But anyway, he really laid it out. And I, it was so good to see because so many people use illogical arguments and, and emotional arguments. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that at times as well. I am. But mm-hmm. the, that, the reason when he laid it out, it made so much sense. I also tweeted this as well. I didn't know. I didn't see what he said. But what I said was, you're struggling. We just talked about it. Carlson and Gorman, you're struggling to get them in the lineup. 
why would you add another guy to that situation? Like you have you have Donovan, Dickerson, and Gorman. All three, you're struggling to find playing time. Well, not Donovan, but the other two, you're really trying to find a bat for him. Why would you put another lefty in that fold? Like Lars Newpar and Donovan and Dickerson and Gorman all should be getting at bats over Alec Barlison at this level. So why would you add another left-handed outfielder to the equation? It doesn't make any Agreed. sense. Agreed. And give Alec Barlison every day at bats at Memphis like he deserves. Yeah, and he's he's yeah. been great. Um, I hope my there's no spot. Was when we call up Connor Cable, that was my issue. They didn't over, want to put him on the 40, man, for this situation it. where now Ben right. Deluzio's up. Like, they, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. the plan, and they followed it well, and it's worked out. Um, I hope Alec Burleson – one, I hope he's good here. That's what I want, first and foremost. But if he doesn't leave, he isn't going to get that opportunity, I hope we trade him, and I hope he goes somewhere and has success. But um, Agreed. Right now, like, there's no reason for it. I'm sure it's frustrating for him, and I would understand so let, if he was frustrated, but it makes sense for this team right now. So let's get to the 95 years later. Wally Pitt. Lars Newpark. He's okay. Well, you want me to? Lars, are we going? Lars is our Lou Gehrig in this story. Uh, not yet, not yet, <laughs> but he might get there. <laughs> um, so I've got okay. The biggest thing I look at when I see a guy like this, I look at is this a Jeremy Hazelbaker situation, and is he coming up? Is this a fluke? I have some things that it's not. First a fluke. of all, this, why are you I, taking shots at Jeremy Hazelbaker? Because it was a fluke. Um. I, I think you have to look at there's certain things like hard hit percentage, like chase percentage that really show you if a guy is going to be able to last at the league and if their success is sustainable or they're just, you know, hot. Um, his So Lars's hard hit percentage is 46.2%. That's that's really good. I mean, Goldie's is 47.1. William Contreras, who's having a great year, 47.1. Freddie Freeman, 47.1. Pete Alonzo, 47.3. So he's hitting every – and that's and the hard hit percentage is balls hit over 95 miles per hour. So he's hitting everything hard. His max exit below is in the top 80% in the league at 111.8, I believe, was as hard as he's hit a ball. So I, I was looking at his stats, and obviously we know he started out really poorly. You want to hear his first half and second half splits. His first half splits, he had an 85 OPS plus, was at, which was an OPS of 655, not great. Second half, and that was saved, honestly, by that last week stretch where he was really good against L.A. Second half, 169 OPS plus for a 954 OPS, which is better than Juan Soto, by the way. Um, and that, it doesn't even tell the whole story because I looked at it. That I mean, if you go back even a little farther than when the second half started, he's been better than that. Because in July, he had a 187 OPS plus for a 1030 OPS. And in August, a 979 OPS for a 177 OPS plus. That to me, because he had a rough like last week of all, July, which kind of hurt his stats for the second half. But his overall stats for July were great. His last two months, he has an OPS plus of 180. 180. He's 80% above average. And um and from the leadoff spot, he's been has a he has a one hold on, hold on, a one seventy four OPS plus in fourteen games. I mean, you found your leadoff hitter. He has four bombs. He has eight strikeouts to twelve walks from the leadoff spot. And his thirty eight walks to fifty one strikeouts on the year. And here's the most impressive thing to me: his chase percentage is twenty point six percent. Goldie's for, for reference. Goldie doesn't chase very much. Twenty five percent is his chase rate. Um, his chase contact percent which means the balls he chases that he hits or fouls off or whatever, 59%. So he only chases 20% of the time, but 60% of those he makes contact with. Like that is incredibly impressive. He's also has one of the best contact averages on fastballs and curveballs on all speed. Like changeup is a little tough, but that's most, um, that's most lefties because right-handers when they throw changeups, they're normally, normally the lefties. Um, but that is incredibly impressive to me. Like he doesn't swing and miss. He doesn't chase. And when he does, he hits the ball. And he just – and he has he – what does he have, 10 home runs on the year now and yep. 200 at-bats. So he's averaging a home run every 20 at-bats. 
and he has and he has a OPS for the year now of eight twenty seven, which is incredible. Like that's that's not all star caliber. It's not MVP caliber, but it's all star caliber. And he has an OBP of three sixty, and that's after the first half when he had a two seventy seven OBP. So he's I mean he's been one of the best hitters in baseball. Finally, he's getting some recognition on MLB Network. I saw Bill Ripken did a breakdown of him, which is pretty cool. But I mean his success his success Fox is sustainable. Fans. His success is sustainable, sustainable because he's not. It's not like he's hitting three eighty and he's and he's homering every other at bat. He's just getting on base. He's not chasing. He's hitting the ball hard when he hits it, and he's picking his spot. Like he knows how to pick his spots when he's going for a, to hit a homer, which he did. Thank God in Cincinnati, he tried to hit the ball out and he crushed it. And he did. Did you see him do the prime time dance around second base? That was awesome. Yes. But um, I mean, I I don't know. He's been incredible. Like that twenty percent chase percentage is great, but. That's worse than he was last year here. Like he had a 17% last year. So as great as that is, he's been better than that. So he's not, it's not like he's at a peak where he doesn't do this all the time. And he was rated last year after the season as the best, um, what was it? Best batter's eye prospect in baseball. So this is like who he's been. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think you might find found your right fielder for the next five years. It sure seems like he has taken to uh, the leadoff spot, like a catfish to the Mississippi here. His batting average has fallen a little bit. But his on-base percentage and slugging has risen, so I don't really care. Also, you skipped right over the fuckface comment. You said fuckface? <laughs> you were in the zone. You were in the Lars, Lou Gehrig, over Wally Pip zone. You were in it. I had a lot of stuff, and I had to get through all of it. I didn't even go to get to all of it. You Billy Ripken, and he had the famous baseball card that said fuckface. Oh. Okay, see, I, I heard I saw you talk when I said Bill Ripken, but I just ignored you. <laughs> Fair. That's what most – to be honest, that's most of my life. Also, two war in um. Let me let me, twenty three thirty five and fifty eight games started. It's really good. All like right, so the on pace the for a six war crush on Lars is in full effect, and I think it should be for all of us. He's been incredible, Dad. Like I just said, he came in. I mean, he's not Juan Soto, so I'm not going to say that. There's these comparisons. He has been better than Juan Soto, but he that's has. not. He's not better than Juan Soto. No. But what I'm saying Let's is relax. the style of play that he has at the plate is very similar to Juan Soto in the fact that he doesn't chase that he doesn't care about batting average, really, but he gets on base a ton, and he can hit for power, and he picks his spots. Like, he does have a similar batting approach to Juan Soto, not as defined and not as good. That's not what I'm saying. He's not – like, I, I was trying to say, I was like, how much better is Juan Soto at this at chase percentage than Lars? I was just curious. But yeah, he has a 16%, and he's the best in the league. He's just the best – he's the best player in the world, in my eyes, maybe. Um, hitter, I guess. But he's been – I mean, he has that approach where – I mean, he's your perfect leadoff hitter. Like, you could not – you could not what he's doing right now. You could not pick a better like you couldn't draw it up any better. Like the, him and Donovan one two like that's a perfect one two, and he's been he's been incredible. Hey, it, it is cast a wide net, something catches one of those catfish. Uh, I cast a lot of wide nets. I throw a lot of things out there, but I I, I am so happy that they put Newt and Donnie at the top. I really am. I, I because it just seemed like it always made sense for two high on base guys to be hitting ahead of. And when you have Tommy at, at the bottom, who maybe isn't an, a high on base guy, he's still a guy who can get, get hot. you got those three guys in front of Goldie and Nolan. Just seems to make sense to me. What do I know? Yeah I, yeah, I mean, it's been great. And you look at it, I mean, if Carlson gets going, my God, from the seventh spot, what that could be like. Right. But right. 406 OBP, 569 slug from the leadoff spot. That's, that's prime Matt Carpenter, but maybe even better. Like, that's what that, that is right now. That ball Tyler hit Monday night in Cincinnati – <laughs> what one? Which one? I don't even know. Well, the first one. The, the second first, yeah, one was obviously pissed on. But that yeah. first one, I, that ball, 
I, I don't know what the number said. Four twenty seven, four thirty seven. That's bullshit. I think it was four forty four. That thing would if there were if there weren't seats there, that thing would have gone five hundred feet. That I thought it, went, it might have gone through the seat. That thing was absolutely destroyed. And I'm telling, he looks and, and you know people hate Jim Edmonds. He was old for his last two games, so it's fair to I say know, that. I know, I get, that's what but I he mean. also. That's Major League Baseball, dude. Like, he flew up to the warning track and right center twice on – I know you weren't watching – twice on Sunday. So he's still hitting the ball hard. He just wants to get in the But table. also on Tuesday, he had two line drives, one right at the shortstop who was playing the shift. Otherwise, that's a hit. And he hits one to left field. Left field didn't have to move. It was hit so hard he caught it right at his chest. He's also I mean, not striking out as much, which is no, obviously big like, for him. I, I will be I, – I know he's had his struggles, and, and you guys – everybody knows my love for Tyler O'Neill. I'm a big, big fan of his. Um but he has, it does feel like, hit into more tough luck this year than anybody on the Cardinal team. He hits the ball probably, really hard. There's probably somebody else who's done. I, I don't know. Kisner. It just feels it's like he's hit so many balls right on the screws that haven't that have found their ways in the glove. And I know that, and, that's baseball, but it does feel well, like I think the problem was his launch angle was off, and that's what I was seeing a lot. A lot of his hard-hit balls were straight to the ground. They were straight to a shortstop. When Tyler's going well, the hard-hit balls are in the air, and they're going 440 feet. Like that's yeah. what he's trying to do. And it seems like he's found that a little bit more. And honestly, I'll be honest with you. I'll take the Tyler O'Neill that maybe he's not batting 290 like last year. Maybe he's batting 250, 260. But if he's hitting if he's hitting at a 30 home run clip, like that type of pace, that's what I want. I don't really care if he's batting 200, 290. You don't need that. You need him to be in the middle of the order as a threat that can back up Nolan Arenado every single day where you think twice about walking Nolan in a big situation. Agreed. Because he's on deck. And that's what they did when they struck out Nolan and Goldie. Well, watch out. There's still another guy. And man, when there's a lefty on the mound, you've got a you've got a four headed monster in the middle of that order, with Albert, Goldie, Nolan, and Tyler, because Tyler kills lefties. And when there's a righty, I mean, that's where Nolan, Tyler's been doing a lot of his damage lately, which is big. You got a three headed monster, maybe if he can get going. So that's what you want. And I think I think they're I don't know I think if he gets going, if Carlson or Tommy, Tommy's been really good lately. Another homer the other day. Um, if one of those two gets going, I mean that lineup just lengthens out so long. And yeah, I mean Yadi well, isn't going. He's been bad, but. Let me add to that. Andrew Kisner has hit the shell of the ball for 30, 30 games. Do you yeah. think the next four weeks he gets four out of seven games? Because we've got a no. lead. You've got a six-and-a-half game lead. I don't. Um, you don't. So you think they're I still going to I think the Yachty next four weeks. Four. My, my thing is Yachty needs to be your postseason catcher. He just does. So you need to try and get him going. So okay. I, I think you split it maybe 50-50. It's 50, not going to happen, dude. You're no, not but you need, to, going you need to at least get him to the point where he can get a hit. And I think he can get there. I don't think he's compl- – I don't think everything is gone. I don't. Um, but I – and I'm not saying he needs to be a 700 OPS guy, but he needs to be a guy that can at least get a hit. Like, that's what you need him to be able to do that because you really don't want to take Yachty out in big moments in the postseason. He is you like want him back behind the OPS plus. He's not been good. I'm not – I mean, I'm not saying he has, but you still need to – I mean, here's yeah. the thing. It's Yachty. Right. It's still It's still Yachty, and it's his last month and a half of playing baseball, maybe two if they go on a deep run. I mean, he's probably going to try and give it everything he has. So give him that chance. Like this is your last two months, Yadi. It's a sprint. Yeah, give I everything saw that you have. Ollie said, right? Ollie gave him a big hug the other day and said, "Yeah, give me the best month you have," or something like that. Love it. That's what you got to say to him. Like he's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not ever. I'm not going to dog. That's not what we're here for. You and I didn't start this to dog on players. So I'm not going to do not it. Yachty. But he just, huh? So especially not Yadi. Oh, of course not. But he like. It's a different lineup when Kiz is in there. There's no doubt about it. It is, but here's my, here's what I'll say. I'm going to make a prediction. Not that Yachty's going to be a good hitter, 
but I think he's going to have some big moments in the postseason down the stretch this year. Okay, I'd I think you're going to you're going to see that. If, I mean, if, first of all, if he has a couple big offensive moments, Cardinals going to the NLCS. That's what I'll say. Oh, I think they are. All right, I'm saying it. I mean, I think they're maybe the most complete team. No, that's not true. I think them, the Braves, the Mets are all very much so similar on how how complete they are. And to be honest with you, I think the Mets are the least. No, they're a level ahead of everyone. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, okay. they're a level up, but the other the other teams okay. I think are very similar. Um, before we get around the league, do you have anything else Cardinal related? Oh, here's what I want to say um, to our Cardinal fans out there, which I know there are a lot of you. Uh, again, thank you for for listening to all of this. But also, you got Labor Day weekend three against the Cubs. That's awesome. That's perfect. Then you yeah. got four next week with Washington. You got a six and a half game league. The weather looks beautiful. There might be a, a pop-up. I mean, it's September or whatever. It might rain a little bit here or there. Nothing big. You've got Albert chasing 700. You've got Goldie chasing an MVP and two triple crowns. Not just one. Two triple crowns. They You've got count, Nolan Arenado. Could you not have washed off the stamp from the bar last night? I tried, dude. Look, it's faded. Are they using Sharpies up there at U of I? What's no, it's a, stamp, it's, a, it's a stamp, but it, it takes three days to come off every time. Jeez. Some of the time, they just, like, go right back over the other one. They just put on it two days ago, and it's, like, the same. It never goes away. We, we used to go to this bar called Granny's Rocker, right? And it was yeah. connected to a bowling alley in Edwardsville. So we were with uh, my buddy Greg, who we were, like, 18, 19 maybe, 18. He was 21. He would go through, get the sticker, meet us in the bathroom that conjoined. Lick it and then put it on your Lick hand. the hands. And we went, Penny Pitchers, baby. Let's go. Good thing here at Good Old Champagne, you only have to be 19 to drink alcohol here. I don't know. Can I don't know how they get away with they this. Used to have a thing called, can you believe they had a thing called Penny Pitchers? It was a penny for a pitcher? Yep. No way. I, how did you not die? <laughs> well... We came. We might have come close a few times. Wait, so now, you're telling I, me that a dollar would be a hundred? Maybe five dollars. ten. Hold on. My question is, how you could pay a dollar for a hundred pitchers? You could. Now we all obviously tipped. We weren't idiots, but you know, yeah, make, yeah, why would you do that? Pitchers? Just make it dollar pitchers. Like people would still pay. Well, that. here's That's how just... they they were charging cover, so you had to pay the cover. But we're talking, dude. This is 1990. Right, I pay like cover everywhere I go. I don't know what your and problem is. I don't so pay was penny for pitchers. Thursday night at Granny's Rocker was penny pitchers. Monday night at Donzo's was dime drafts. So you could go get a draft for a dime. Not it's like people there. Like, you're talking old man talking about gas prices right now. But no, it's not. It's just that's the way. I mean, penny pitchers were great. Thursday, 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 penny pitchers. It was awesome. The Granny's Rocker here. The Granny's Rocker here in Alton used to have a barber chair, and they would like you could pay, and they'd like spin you around and pour alcohol down your throat, and then somebody died, and they had to close down Granny's Rocker here in Alton. <laughs> so you know, while there were some cool things that happened, let's not laugh about night, someone not dying. Not always, Rose. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's not laughing if someone died. Just that, it sounded like you were kind of. No, 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 no. It sounded I'm like laughing you were laughing about it. Of the idea of saying, let's take this barber chair, let's lay some guy back and hold his arms, and we're going to pour uh, $4 a pint tequila down his throat and hope it's all right. Ugh. That sounds horrible. So I'm glad that they're, hey, I'm glad, hey, if we're using Sharpies, I'm glad that we've moved on. It wasn't a Sharpie, it was a freaking stamp. I don't know okay. why it's still on my, 
I swear, there's some times where I'll go there and this this one will still be here and they'll go right back over it and then it never goes there away. There you go. It's, it's, it's probably now a tattoo. Welcome it's to your first basically. tattoo. Welcome Thanks. to your first tattoo. All right, before we get around the league, I want to make an announcement for our podcast that I think we're sort of excited about. We're going to okay. do our first giveaway. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were talking about it first. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I feel like we have discussions that we talk about, hey, this is what we should do. Yes, that's a great idea. Then I bring them up on pod, and you act like you've never fucking heard about it. Once. I completely forgot about this. It's just like, like two days ago. Not at all. Told me. It's just okay. high news. All right. So, our, oh, well, fix your well, camera. Oh my god, this is not you're not first, uh, Fix your camera. Oh yeah, what you look like an idiot. You knocked it. Whatever. All right. Our first giveaway says to commemorate the nineteen. Is that better? No, it's like, put no, it in front of your face, The you 1982 idiot. cards, yeah, fell out. It fell out of the box. We got it in a queue here. It's in good shape. Uh, we're giving away uh, Whitey Herzog autographed baseball. Yeah. We have two that we're going to be giving away. Uh, the first one is Whitey. So we will have that one for you guys. We uh, Stay tuned to our Twitter page. All right, we got it in the nice handy-dandy cube here. All right. Wow. Pretty cool 40th year, 40th anniversary of the 82 Cardinals. So both our baseball giveaways will have something to do with the 1982 Cardinals. Um, we will be, I'm going to be releasing this stuff on Tuesday, probably. So we'll pimp this again next week when we do our breakdown. Uh, I want to get through Labor Day weekend, but because um, I know people are busy. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to do a Twitter giveaway. And uh, we'll put some rules on that. We're going to have like, you do have to do three things to, to, to be eligible. We'll put you into it. We have a random generator. Thank you, Mr. Google. And uh, who owns Google? Uh, well, I don't know. Actually, I, I'm actually intrigued by that. Who invented Google? Give me one second. I'm Googling who invented Google. Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Okay, those guys. So thanks to them. Yeah. Thanks to them. Uh, we have a Google generator that will figure out the winner. And it'll be random. And we'll get in contact with you guys and give it away. And then we will be doing another one in a couple weeks. So I don't know about you, Caleb, even though you seem to forget how cool I think this idea is. I think it's a pretty awesome idea to uh, get. Uh, if, if you value it, it's probably about 140 bucks on eBay. Um, maybe not. I might have inflated that. I don't know. Either way, it's pretty cool. You get a, an autographed uh, baseball by an absolute legend, Whitey Herzog. Also, I don't know how good Whitey's um, signatures are these days. So maybe that's one of the last best ones you can get. His hands are probably well, a little shaky. It's, it's from a few years ago, if we're going to be honest. I don't a while think he's ago. signed I anymore. Mean, Is he in the Hall yeah. of Fame? Something I should know. It's Whitey. Yes, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you serious? I brain fart. Okay, you yeah. shouldn't be doing so a podcast if you don't add know that. Add that to it. Well, I you thought so, but then I, but then I question, you know how sometimes you question yourself? Like, not, I, I know, know he is, but is he? Yeah, no, well, I don't know how you don't know that. <laughs> I knew it. I just questioned. Anyway, Hall of Famer, again, Major League, hey, Major League Baseball. This isn't just like when we got out of out of a bucket, right? Signed by Whitey. So we will have that. Uh, pay attention to our Twitter page. We'll be pumping it on our YouTube thing as well, also on Facebook. We'll pump it on there, and uh, we're pretty excited. We got one more to give away, um, also before before the end of the season. Before we move on, you aren't much... excited about this giveaway at all. Like you no. could not give less care. <laughs> you got me down all. the Google rabbit something hole. Something that I think is pretty cool for our fans. It is cool, and I'm happy for the fans. I I hope they they enjoy the the Whitey Herzog ball when they get it, and I hope I hope that whoever wins enjoys it. But what I want you got me down a Google rabbit hole on Larry Page. How much do you think Larry Page is worth? Because I feel like it's less than I thought it would be, but still obviously a lot of money. 2.6 bill. You're not even close. It's Google. Low. Everyone uses it. You're way, 7. way low. Bill. 
way low. Like not even like in the stratosphere. Not, of being, I, right? I don't have a guess. Ninety-four billion dollars. <laughs> oh, I thought. I mean, do you, like, do you think since we're giving him that free pub here, he'd like to maybe sponsor the pod? <laughs> no. Hey, I'll Larry, take two billion. If you're two billion. Listening, if you're listening, here's also, your chance. From, from Lansing, Michigan is where he's from. But oh uh, well, he's a Michigan State fan. Fuck off, Larry. I don't. I don't. I don't care, dude. Larry created the best search engine of all time. So thanks, Larry. Hey, don't take a shot at yo. Was it daddy? I'm it taking daddy? a shot at Firefox. Is what I'm no, doing. no shot at go daddies on here. All right, let's take a look around Major League Baseball a little bit before we get out of here. All right. Um, yeah. First off, if you aren't watching, the Yankees are only six games up on the Rays, and they play this weekend. You know what's even crazier about that? Ooh, Tampa. I don't know how they do it. There's they, they made some deal with Satan in Tampa. Them and Tom Brady. There's 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 Satan is living in Tampa Bay. They got I the Lightning, it. they got the Bucks, and they got the fucking Rays, who no matter who they touch, become stars. And, I, hey, I, I can't wait for the series this weekend. Shout out Isaac Paredes, man. What a, what a guy. I mean, he was a big prospect for the for the Tigers. They trade him for nothing. And he's been great since he's yep. been there. I mean, he what's he has he's an OPS of 787. I mean, that'll play. He's been really good. Yep. So I'm happy for him. But, I mean, I don't know. I really like the Rays. I think they're a really good team. Hopefully, Shane McClanahan's okay. I know they said – he has an impingement, but the, it looks good. So it looks like he'll be back and ready. Glasnow's on his way back. Um, Rasmussen's been great. I mean, they just have a good team. They have a really good chemistry. Wander Franco's on his way back. They've done all this without their best player. So, I mean, yeah. they're in a good spot. Have they have they given an ETA on Wander? I, I haven't heard no, of he keeps yet. he keeps kind of kind of like, I think, having minor setbacks. But he was yeah. giving ground balls the other day, which was big um, on the field. Man, he's only 21 years old. God, he's good. But um, he'll be back soon. I, I hope he's back as soon as possible because, I mean, that's obviously – he's the nephew of Eric Ibar. Huh. All right. Okay, I just saw that on his page. That's cool. Larry, but Larry hopefully Page. He's back soon. Thank you, Larry Page, for inventing something that gave us that information. That's, I'll give that one the baseball reference. That's, they get that credit. But Eric Ibar and Willie Ibar. I don't know who Willie Ibar is, but I'm assuming he's also related to Eric Ibar. I would assume. I would assume. But yeah, um, I mean, you want to hear what's crazy? Said, Hold on before you move on. The craziest oh, thing no. about that, Cardinals now have a bigger lead in the NL Central than the Yankees do in the AL East. I know. After they had a 15-game lead in like, like yep. a month and a half ago. Uh, with that said, Birdland, the Orioles are only a game and a half back, and the Gunnar Henderson era has begun. I, I love the Baltimore Orioles. I really do. They are Same. so much fun to watch. You know who I really hope they re-sign? I really hope they bring back Anthony Santander because that guy's been such a – like the best player on that team for so long, and I don't want him to leave when they're getting good. But, man, Gunnar Henderson, he's been so good. Did you see the play he made last night? Did you ever see yes. that? I oh, finally, what you told me about last night, and I went back and watched it. Also, how, how show of a moment was it to hit an absolute tank, like 430 yes. feet, and your helmet fall off and your nice locks blown in the wind on your way around the bases? That, With that's, a name like Gunnar, when yeah. a game, name like Gunnar, you got to have those locks. And, two, you're, he's going to be a fucking star. So, yeah. like, if I'm in Baltimore, if I own any business in Baltimore, I want him doing every fucking commercial. Him and Adley. At, well, you can throw in Cedric. You can throw in Felix Bautista. And let's Jackson just do Holiday. the Omar whistle. Like, let's just keep it rolling. Right, get Jacqueline Holiday up there, too. Let's, yeah. let's fast I mean, track him to the big leagues. Fine. Shane Bieber comes out. Mullins hits a leadoff home run. Game's fucking over. Was that was – that, yeah, they hit three of them. They had three solo shots to one three nothing. Did, was that three a three-game series? Three-game series, yeah. Did, was it, or was it a two-game? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Three. 
they played on Tuesday? They did. Yeah. And so they won two or three from the Guardians. Guardians, yeah. what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, well, hey, also big series this weekend, Guardians of Seattle. Yeah, but, like, what are they doing? Well, here's – if you're the Guardians – They're, like, middling so bad right now. Well, I think that – but I think there's so many teams like that. Um, You got the White Sox are playing the Twins this weekend. So they may just, like, eliminate each other if the Guardians – The White Sox are dead. I'm done. They're, done. they're dead. Yeah, they're, they're dead. dead. Uh, the three and seven last I know time. you hate him, but T's a piece. Hope Tony's okay. I know that he's not with the team now. Uh, had some tests run, heart issues maybe. Um, maybe they just – maybe this is their way to let Tony go into the sunset. Sorry, I just got a weird text message that said my Venmo had been had been hacked, and I think uh, hopefully that was the spam. Um, Don't fall for that. What did you say? I didn't. I deleted the message. I didn't even click on the link. What did you say? I'm sorry. I that took my Jesus. attention away. We're trying sorry. to do a fucking show here. I know, but when you get something that says that your account with your money has been hacked, you're going to at least look at it. <laughs> what Fuck, did you say? <laughs> what did you say? It was good. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, well that wasn't that good. No, I said it was the Twins and the White Sox. Uh, Tony, I know you hate him, but T's and P's. I hope he's okay with the heart issue, but maybe there isn't a heart issue, and they just okay. a way to get Tony out of the dugout. I hope he's okay. I don't hate Tony Larusa. I appreciate him for what he did here. I think he's not fit for today's game, Agreed. but yeah, I hope he's all right. Oh, yeah, I mean, so that's, that's, that's scary. He's old. Padres Dodgers, I think, this weekend that could be interesting. As it always, it well, it could be. It won't. It could be. I think like Darvish pitches tonight. Um, so okay, bad. A few other things. First of all, I don't know if you watch Phillies games. I don't. Okay, I do because Bryce Harper is back. I do love Bryce Harper. A couple games of theirs in the last couple weeks, in the last week. Um, Jeans, Jeans is fucking awesome. What a great, what a great fan base. Our fan, what am I looking for? Area? Jeans, Jeans? Yes, so Jeans Segura fan area. They all wear fucking denim and they call it Jeans, Jeans. It's fucking awesome. And they have these signs. Never heard of it until the other night I was watching the game. What is this? This is off. Baseball, this is what Oakland did. Oakland did this shit for years when they had all the stuff going on out there. Um, Jeffy Frank Coeur, they had Frenchie's Corner out there. He'd order mm-hmm. them pizza when people would come. In. Like, mm-hmm. you had all that shit that was going on. I love it. I wish more fan bases would do it. Look, I'm telling you, when you have shit like this going on, you've got Felix Bautista coming out at 6'8", 742 pounds, throwing 122 miles per hour, and Omar's fucking whistling in the background as the lights are going. That and is so sick. Last night, Timmy motherfucking Trumpets comes out at Shea Stadium. Well, it may not be Shea Stadium. It's still fucking Shea Stadium it's to me. It's not. City Field. That was electric. But you know what also was electric? That Edwin Diaz, with every bit of pressure that could ever happen, comes in a fucking one, two, three, two, three, four against the Dodgers. And then the day, and then the day after, it was his hardest pitch of his career at one hundred and three point five miles per hour. What the f- it, it, baseball? I I have been saying this. You have heard me say it. The closer entrance is awesome, but every fucking team needs it. The Cardinals have to get it right. Look, I don't love that they're doing hell's bells. That's Trevor Hoffman to me, right? Like his, I his name wasn't Trevor Helsley. Shut, shut the fuck up. Do not do not do not come on here and disparage Trevor Hoffman. I'm not disparaging you. I'm saying Hell's Bell sounds cooler. You took a shot at GoDaddy.com. Let's relax. No, I mean, I have no problems with Trevor Hoffman. He's one of the best closers of all time. What I'm saying is that was his. Like, no one should ever play Inner Sandman again. That was Moe's. Do you know what I mean? Did you know that Moe didn't even pick that song? That makes it so sad. He didn't pick it. It was randomly generated or something But then he loved it. But then he fell in love with it. I know, but it's kind of sad. Which is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, if you're going to do Hell's Bells, as soon as the door fucking opens, you've got the technology. The bell's got to drop right there. You can't wait till he's halfway in right center field and then be playing your fucking cap game up on the 
Oh, up on the while, fucking big yeah, screen or the shift cam, whatever the hell's going on up there. As soon as that, their lights need to go, the bell needs to drop. Bush Stadium would go fucking ape shit if that happened. I also will say that September they generally start to ump up their game a little bit for stadium atmosphere. So you might start seeing stuff like that. Um, that's something I wanted to say. Oh, hold did on, you say hold on. before so, that? What? Before you say it, what? do you still what? have contacts at Bush Stadium? That we could get a hold of to say who's in charge of this. Well, I can, we gotta call, do better. I can call Billy, but he probably would be like, why would ask why I was calling him, and then and then I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know, I was told to do this, and then well, he'd be like, well, I you have no do control. know, I'm telling you why, yeah, we need but, to then make he, the but then he'd be like, why are you calling me about this? I just do the field, and I'd be like, oh, okay, you're right. So and you're then so, I'd hang out. All right, I want to know who to get in contact with because that, I'm telling you, Bush Stadium would fucking go bananas if they got it right. It would. I think they. I think they'll have a. They just at least have like a montage of his saves or something. The problem Absolutely. is he doesn't show emotion, so you can't like you can't like go out there and show him like getting pumped up. I'm gonna, maybe we can get Danny Mac on here and I can talk to him about it because I do think he could do something. He he definitely could. He has the pull. okay. Um, All right. I had something I want to say. Oh, did you? Was there part of you that was hoping Edwin Diaz was gonna blow that save? Just no. how, how funny that would have been. No, no, there wasn't. Like as a base, like I don't give two fucks about the Mets, right? I. I, have, I, don't like I, mean, them. I don't like them. I, there's at a all. lot of guys who play for the Mets that I love. I, I don't hate them. I don't hate the Mets. Like No, I, I do. I do. They're they, fucking them. You should hate them. Right? So you do. You should I, hate, I hate them. them that way. I'm I love the Ron and Scherzer, but that's There it. are players on there I love. Like, I really yeah. like. So, I mean, whatever. I, yeah. I, I love the drama. I love when there's drama. I love when Scotty Pippen looks at fucking Carl Malone and says, the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays. And Carl Malone fucking chokes and misses the, the, the thing because I'm a Bulls fan. So I also love when somebody like Jordan comes out with 104 fever and he puts fucking 40 out there, right? Yeah. So watch Edwin Diaz. I mean, you, there could be zero, no more stress could be added to him. You're playing the Dodgers. Timmy Trumpets is fucking right there. You got the Mets doing it. The crap. Every also fair. Put the fucking phones away. Shea Stadium, Met, wherever. What is it called? City Field. City Field. Shea Stadium got torn down. Away. That's yeah, I didn't. Incredible. I didn't like be, that. Live either. in the moment. I didn't like that either. My thing is, like, you know that there's hundreds of broadcasts that are recording it. Why do you need to record it? You can go to Twitter right now and watch it as many times like as if, you want. If you want to take off. a picture because you want to say that you were there, then take a picture no. and then put your phone away. And I'm guilty of that sometimes just trying to get, like, one little capture. All the time, and dude. It's all, no, it's, you it's do not it all the time. time. Shut up. Don't come at me. But, but then that was awesome. I wanted Ed, Edwin Diaz did exactly what I wanted him to do. And you I'm telling you, every team should do uh, Every team should do it. I love the walk-up songs. I think they could be even extended a little bit longer to really get a little vibe for who these people, who the who the guys are. Like, you want access. I want as much access to a player as I can get. I've got Twitter, but during the season, a lot of players not on Twitter all the time, right? They're just not – because you're playing every day. It's not like the NFL where you play on Sunday. They got six days to be on Twitter. It's not that way in, in, in Major League Baseball. No. So you get a lot of exposure in the offseason. During the season, I want more mic'd up. I want more, I want more uh, walk-up songs. I want the closers coming in. If you want to bring the starters in with some music as well, when Wayno and Yachty walk Well, they out, have music. Yeah, I know, but it's not. It's God's country. Boom. Like, let's, get, some, let's get it going. Watching 45,000 people at, at City Field stand up and go batshit was awesome. That's great for the game. That was cool. That's, that's what I That was cool. Did you see the shit, though, where all these Mets fans are like, and Mets players are telling William Contreras to get rid of his walk-up song? It's the same as um as narco as narcos yeah and then you see Timmy Trumpet said we appreciate everybody who uses our music yeah I'm sure everyone feels the same like that dude's making so much money off this Timmy Trumpet by the way he's not a small a artist legend. by any means but he's getting he's getting so much money off of this like that dude's probably made 
ten million dollars off of this. And here's my and here's what, what you know what um Steve awesome. Cohen should do. He should open the pocketbooks, go give Timmy Trumpet whatever he wants, and he should be at every single postseason game. <laughs> I that's gonna happen, right? Unless he it has to. Like it, he right. is from Australia, so it is a quite quite the travel, but yeah. it needs to happen. No, agreed. It's awesome. And then um, he needs to come in with Timmy Trumpet, also... and sorry, Goldie needs to bomb off him. Right into Timmy's trumpet. Oh, uh, oh! Uh, again, I love it. I just think the more access you can get to the players to the game to get fan excitement. I mean, I'm telling you, 1982 when Celebration would fucking drop, like when that song came on, like that place went absolute crazy. 85, it was the heat is on. We saw the Blues with Gloria, right? And then obviously John, they've done the John Denver song between the second. That shit's electric as a fan. It is like there's a reason they don't go to break. When that shit comes on, do you know what I mean? Yep. And they're gonna do it better with Hell's Bells for me. They gotta do, do a better job because I thought even last year when Alex Reyes was on his tear, they didn't do enough for him either. No, like gotta like Hell Ryan Helsley, like when he's in the game, every fan is excited because that means you're winning. And it, and it's Ryan Helsley, he's one of the best relievers in baseball, and I hope they start treating him that way. He's a top Agreed. five reliever in all of baseball right now. Agreed, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Okay, couple other things. Uh, Spencer Strider. Quadzilla. That dude. Okay, so here's my question. Who wins, which Brave wins Rookie of the Year? Spencer Strider or Michael Harris? Spencer Strider. Okay. Sign close. Michael Harris has a higher war. I don't care. He's a pitcher. Like okay. Spencer Strider's a pitcher, so the war is not equivalent. Um, dude, 0.9 whip, man. That guy, 174 Ks and 114 innings. I don't care what Michael Harris is doing. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I that's agree just, that's, like, He's going to argue it for Cy Young candidacy. With a two point eight seven six seven ERA, like that guy, he's got like he can win multiple awards at this rate. I mean, Michael Harris, he's incredible. Atlanta though. Braves record, not Braves record. Spawn had eighteen in like nineteen fifty two, but mm. Atlanta Braves record. That's pretty awesome. Michael Harris is having such a good year too. But no, I would say what Spencer Strider is doing is a little bit more impressive to his position. I think to, I think to have a two point six seven ERA as a starting pitcher in the NL East is a little bit more impressive. Than an 867 OPS from a hitter. Do you agree with that? I think I yes. think they're both incredibly impressive. And Michael Harris is having a great year. He had a bomb the other day, by the way. And I just found out that his nickname is Money Mike, and I love that. So we're gonna run with that one. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, give it to both. Give him co-working of the year for all I care. They both deserve it. I hey, I'm by in the way, favor of the, the co MVP. I just got a I just got a tweet telling me my Amazon account. What is going on? Why am why are we getting all this? Also, I did hear what you had to say, by the way. I didn't stare at my phone and not hear one word you said. Well, I thought my money was getting taken away from me. That's way more uh, important than whatever that's you're who, they're talking about. They're preying on people like you. I didn't click on it until no. they failed. All right. Anyway, um, one more thing that I want to say before we either get out of here or you've got anything else. Um, you are obviously a college student. We have a lot of fans who watch our show and who interact with us on Twitter and Facebook who are college students. Uh, we also have a lot of fans on here who have kids who are college students. So we have been on here since day one uh, of this year, especially shouting from the rooftops, watch West Coast baseball. Well, if you are a college student, Major League Baseball, MLB TV is giving you a free subscription till the end of the year. And I think it's, I think it goes all the way through the off season too. If I, if I read it right, it's a six month thing. So you get all the access also where you can go back and watch stuff, but that's awesome. I think all you probably need is a, I assume a college email, right? So whatever your university or college email is, yeah. you can set There's up the directions. Account. It's free. If you go to MLB TV, walk through it, 
That's awesome. Shout out to MLB for that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. They did that last year as well. Um, so I think it's a yearly thing they're going to start doing. Um, I will say, just heads up, there are blackouts. So if you're in St. Louis, you cannot watch the Cardinals on there. If you're where I am in Champaign, I'm in hell. I can't watch the Cardinals or the fucking Cubs on there. So I, I can't – or White if Sox. If you're in Iowa, dude, there's like five teams yeah. you can't watch. Yeah. Blackout, they, they're they, trying to address it, by the way. You gotta they're, trying, they're trying to address it, but the only way for them to address it is to get more um, – in my opinion, to get more games that are nationally televised because the amount of money that these teams make from Valley Sports and all those things, that's where they get most of their money. So they can't – you know, they can't really do anything. My point is if I fucking live in Iowa where there is no team – in my state, I should be able to watch every motherfucker that plays baseball. I, I get it. But if you're Valley Sports Midwest, let's say, do you give the Cardinals less money if now you if you can buy MLB TV and watch it? You probably do. You give them less money. And the you're telling like me, but don't you believe that the Cardinals and Valley TV are getting some sort of money from the MLB? They have to be. Because I'm right to watch it. They're not getting any money from it, I don't think. Or not much. Have not unless they with mad revenue from watching it. I yeah, don't they have to be getting something. So, again, uh, I, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. They probably are. They have but not much, I wouldn't think. So fix it. Fucking, that's that's a nightmare. That shouldn't they, be a thing. Right. They can fix it. Because here's the thing. If you do that and you let LLB TV, I mean, you can give more money to these networks, the 30 networks that run the teams. If you if you have MLB TV, they can watch everything on it because more people are going to buy it. So I do think it's definitely fixable. I don't know if they're going to fix it, though. Yeah. They should right, be well, working yeah, on um, it, so hopefully – Look, big series, six and a half up. Brewers are out in Arizona. So there you go. If you get the college uh, TV, you can watch the Brewers and the Diamondbacks after the Cards game tonight or during the Cards game or what, however you want to do it. Um, like I said, you got Seattle, Cleveland this weekend. I think it's in Cleveland. I, I looked at that a minute ago, and now I, I regret not remembering what it's I'll said. figure it out. But also you've got, uh, if you want, when the Cardinals are over, you got the Dodgers, Padres, and I think the Giants, Phillies, maybe. Giants, Phillies, I think. In San Francisco, so you got some late night baseball out there, um, and then yeah, just Philly Giants. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Brewers, so, man, Jack Davis. Actually, Jack Davis is having a good year. I apologize for yeah, saying I told he's bad. Having a good year, yeah. But did um, you hear the story about him? By the way, I don't know if you ever heard this. He left his wife and never came back to her. Just left and never blocked her on everything and just left. Woo-hoo. Never talked to her again well, after he went and played professional baseball. So she was watching him pitch on professional on on like TV. And he had never he hadn't talked to her again after they got married. Wild, right? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Are we sure that's a legit story? Yes. Okay, that's like very public. Like a lot of people okay. know about that. All right, good. All right, good. I may have told um, some. By some the way, wrong. Did not um, Guardian, it's in. You didn't go? No. You told me you were at a concert. Night. So it was Tuesday night. Oh. We thought we had Coors Light tickets. Our friend, um, Coors Light only gave us two tickets. Um, and our friend Emmy had asked off work to go with us. So the four of us were going to go. And she's like, well, I don't have to go. Well, first of all, you decided like you're not, it's your favorite band. You're going for sure. And then I was like, well, I don't have to go. I would have loved to have gone. Um, but she ended up going with another friend of ours. It worked out fine, whatever. Which I well, so what did concert did you go to people. on Wednesday? So Wednesday night, Emma and I went to see the Voodoo Players, who were like the best fucking oh. band in St. Louis. They did Uncle Tupelo and Wilco. It was incredible. If you live local, go to the Oyster Bar every fucking Wednesday night and see Sean Cannon's Voodoo Players. It's the best fucking music you'll ever see. But anyway, heard Wu-Tang was okay. No Method Man, no Red Man. Uh, ODB's, I heard ODB's son was there and was like the best. Heard Nas was sort of a letdown. Busta ended it. Heard he, heard he sold the show. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. So there you go. That's I my have, I have one thing I want to say about the cards before we get out of here. 
We are critical of John Mozeliak. I think this Jordan Montgomery trade has potential to be one of the best trades, if not the best trade he's ever made outside of Matt Holiday. But that was a little bit easier. This is like one of the deeper cut ones because Matt Holiday, that's an easy trade. You're trading for a star at the time. He was John Lackey? Not even close to this. Okay. And here's why. I'll tell you. One, Montgomery has been great. The Cardinals are 10-1 in Montgomery Quintana trades. So that's obviously great. Monty has been awesome. They've won every game he started. But I think the thing that's going unlooked and why this trade has been so great is you've now not only have you got a number a solidified number three in your rotation, um, that's pitching like a number two right now, but also like you you now have Lars Newpar doing what he's doing because of this trade. Correct. So do I think that's one of the better trades he's ever made, if not the best, because you've added a number, you've added a leadoff hitter, and you've added and you've added a number three starter in one move. Well, I don't, and I'm not going to give him all the credit because I don't think he knew he was doing that necessarily. <laughs> but that is what happened. And so give him the credit where it's due. I mean, what he did was incredible. So give him uh, that look. I, Monty, that was, 20, I won, 29? Monty, I guess he's 27, 28. I know. Either way, young. Like, and, and he is this year. Tw- 29. He turns okay, 30 in not. December. Yeah. Um. The other thing we didn't mention, and that, then we need to get out of here, uh, Steven Matz also on the way back. That's another piece that's going to be in your bullpen that I Lefty, think you're going to have too. to. And if you say, hey, Steven Matz, give us one inning of the best fucking Steven Matz you've got. That might be 97 miles per hour sinkers. Right that's there. what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. And with Hennessy Cabrera, I really hope Hennessy figures it out because we need him. Me too. He's really Me good. Too. He's an X factor. I also really like Hennessy Cabrera. He's had a weird year. But, I mean, that's the one to lefty. I mean, that's you need lefties. We were just talking about it. Like, you, you might not need him when you have Quintana and Matz can go in your bullpen. Um, one other thing I'll say, and then let's get out of here. Zero reason for Paul DeYoung to be on the postseason roster. Zero. On the roster? Especially as a defensive replacement? No, I don't agree with that, just because I think you could bring him as a defensive replacement. For Tommy? And then, no, we put Tommy a second, and if it's the ninth inning no. of a game, you put no. your best defense out there. Zero. He gives you – he literally you're, – now you're playing with 25 players because you're well, not like, going to do that in a three-game series because you're not going to weaken your offense potentially going – they're going to be Here's what games. I'm saying, though. If it's four to two – in the ninth inning, you want to consider bringing in Paul DeYoung and moving nope. Tommy to second and having your Fuck best defense? No, no Brent Donovan is above that's, average that's true. at second base. And yeah. Tommy Edmond is way better than Paul DeYoung at shortstop. Yes, maybe. Not way better. Now, he they're, would not they're... be on my postseason roster. Because if so you were who to, would be Juan Yepes? If you were to, and I'll do it again, have an injury, then you can make a change then. Yes, Juan Yepes would be on my postseason roster. That's what happens why... if Tommy Edmond gets hurt in the first three games of a series? Well, you, you change it. You, I said the first series is only three games. Yeah, but I'm saying what they get hurt in the first three, in the first two games of the NLCS. Then who's your shortstop? Well, if he's out, out, then you can make a change. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you can't change your roster halfway through. If I don't there's think. an injury, you absolutely can. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, he's on the roster, but he will be. But I do believe then that means that person that you take off isn't on the next one. So you get to the next round of five, then maybe you think about first one of three. No way is Paul Dion on this roster. No way. For me, I no know, way. Let's see. Let's see how the season finishes, and then I'll give a. I'll give my thoughts okay, on it. That's fair. That's fair. But he's not. There's still there's still know. five weeks left, and if he's goes through he's maybe not. another hot streak for the last week or something, then I mean, then you can consider it. But stop. I'm just saying, like, if he does, like, there's still five weeks of baseball left. Like, stop. if you would have told me five weeks ago that Lars Newpar is our leadoff hitter, I would have asked, "What the hell happened to our team?" Well, I've been saying it for weeks, dude. Not for five. Not for five weeks. Can you tell me Jordan Montgomery and Quintana would be 10 and 1 on right. their starts? Right. I'd be like, what the hell? Start, You're right. Let's get out of here. What I'm saying um, is there's just five weeks. Don't forget. Left. Do not forget our Whitey Herzog. Stay, stay, follow us on Twitter. You can find us at more underscore noble, uh, at Caleb Noble 08. 
you can find us there. And I will have this out, Caleb. We'll be retweeting it as well. Um, we'd love to have you guys interact. We'll also put this up on Facebook for you guys and with the instructions. I think I'm going to put that out on Tuesday. All right. So, I'll be honest with you. I, I hate Facebook. It's so hard yeah, to navigate. I, it's all right because it's for olds like me. I know, but I can't like figure out how to comment from one and not the other. It's yeah, weird. I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it. Suck. We got to be better. Yeah, I'm L on Facebook. I, I'm on Twitter. Fully. We got we to get better. So, um, for those of you watching, once again, as always, thank you. We can't thank you enough. Please go to our YouTube page uh, as you're watching this. That would be awesome. Uh, give us a subscription. We've got a bunch already. We'd like to add more. That'd be cool. We're really trying to get this thing uh, moving in an even bigger direction. Our number's pretty fucking good for YouTube for our first two shows. Pretty happy. Yeah. Now, let's my, it's my, it's my, it's um, my, fuck, what are they called? Your background. But the pictures, what are they called? I don't know. Whatever. Fuck, fucking, I missed what it. I failed. It, I was a oh, fail. Also, I, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, what are those things called? The snapshots? No. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't. I don't know what it's called. It's called God damn it. Whatever. Here's what I'm saying. Let me give you a piece of advice for uh, old, dumb, white like me. All right. Uh, if if the if the title of the episode is Albert whatever, uh, I need to see a picture of Albert, not Tyler O'Neill and Lars. What? Hold on. What are you talking about? Our our second one. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Great picture, by the way. Great. What was picture. the title? Uh, I was Gorman, and that was just too good of a picture not to use. I'm sorry. It was Gorman and Tyler. Well, the thing was, the last one but we did was Al Albert was on Gorman it. and Albert. Yeah, but it was Albert and um, Nolan were the last one, so I was like, I'm going to mix it up. And neither of them are on the picture. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm, not show, so, I'm not the one doing Yeah, I did say Albert and Monty, and I didn't put either of the two in the picture. Neither. Not, and not you know what's even funnier about that? Monty and Albert had a picture of them hugging that I saw, and I couldn't. So what are we doing? What are we doing here? We got to get better. We got okay. uh, We got to get better. Whatever. Either way, thank you guys so much for watching the show. Look, have an amazing Labor Day weekend. We're going to be back next week with a guest. Mike Godard is going to be back. I can't wait. I can't wait. He says he has a face for radio. I said, don't we all? So, you know, it'll be awesome. Can, yeah, we can just here. put something. We can just put like a picture of Ryan Reynolds over him while he talks or something. That's <laughs> right. I'm sure he would appreciate, as would our fans probably, if we're going to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm, kidding. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to have him on. He's going to be on with us. Uh, And then we've got, so we got, listen. You got three games home against the Cubs. How can you miss that? Salt and Smoke, Broadway Oyster Bar. Go, go support them. Salt and Smoke. That Salt and Smoke restaurant's fire there too. It's awesome. Those people we over there, the workers, they did a great job. They yeah. did a great job. Um, so, so go there, support them. Next week you got four versus the Nationals, not five like Caleb's perpetrating lives out here. Only I never said five. I thought it was a three-day four gamer. <laughs> Only four against the Nationals, but again, you got seven home games. Go, go get out. The weather's going to be beautiful. It's September baseball. Welcome to September baseball, everybody. This is awesome. Uh, also, take adv advantage if you have a college student in your family, in your life, or you are one. Go get the free MLB TV. You get to watch every baseball game. It's fucking awesome. So go do that. Uh, college football, listen, tomorrow, Illinois, Indiana. Any predictions? Illinois at Indiana. Indiana, one-point favorite. What do you got? We win by a field goal. All right. I love it. So take, take 24 to 27 to 24. Bielema's got the boys running. Bielema's, he's got them moving, man. We They got some talent on that team. I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, first time I've seen it in a long time, Ohio State, Notre Dame. It's the big celebration of the last Ohio State National Championship. I know all the boys are going to be back in town. Uh, Maurice Florette, A.J. Hawk, Bobby Carpenter, all those guys will be back I, in town. I didn't know Notre Dame played real teams. Well, they don't. Well, they do. But evidently, <laughs> they're, the fifth, they're ranked fifth, and they're a 17-point underdog. 
Oh, we forgot at least mentioned that there's a now that they just um voted to agree on the 12 team playoff, which is great. We're gonna sports. get that, but you just completely stepped on the fact that Ohio State is number two in the nation, playing the number five team in the nation, and they're a 17 and a half point favorite. Fuck Notre Dame. Yeah, so that was, I mean, they're not the number five team. You can put a five by their they're name, but really. doesn't mean that they're, the, they're not. No, I hope they play, I'll they play nobody. Oh, speaking of Notre Dame, we really the Saints released Ian Book. Darn. <laughs> kind of slow that coming. Anyway, you are right. <laughs> uh, really cool. I wish twenty twenty six. I wish it was sooner. But at twelve is awesome. Twelve team playoff. They are going to make so much money. I like that. twelve. That's a good number. Twelve or sixteen yeah, is what I, I want. I want sixteen, but we're on our way. Right. We started with two. Well, we started with the BCS, which was terrible. That yeah. was just like whatever. Now you got then you went to four is good. 12 is going to be fucking awesome. I like the fact that we don't have to have a conversation like last year where we were hoping that they let Cincinnati in. Like now if the team's that yeah. good, they're going to be in. So that's what I want. Okay. One loss doesn't kill yep. you and make you no longer a competitive. Nope. Like Oregon. Oregon nope. was there and then they had one loss. It's like, oh, well, they're done. Like that's not what you want. So I like yep. that they did it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think that'll be fun. Uh, that's good stuff. But again, go support the Cardinals. Watch September baseball. Yankees raised. You got Mariners, Guardians. Um, we were going to talk, we'll do it with Mike. We're, I want to talk about Rookie of the Year a little bit and Cy Young just a little bit on our next pod. Okay. Uh, we'll break down the Cardinals series and, and preview the seven games coming up. Got a lot of games coming up for the Cardinals. Um, yeah. So getting Flaherty back could be huge. You've got a lot of flexibility for Ali. Uh, you, you add two players, I assume. Uh, Pilate will be up here. Or, I mean, uh, yep, as you need it. Um, so it is, uh, it's great, right? Yeah. Sorry. You just cut out a little bit, like a point right too. at the end of the podcast. You were, you were doing this. I thought yeah, you right just the, like staring into my soul. So right at the end of the podcast, of course you start. So we need to wrap this up. The internet's getting shoddy. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Hey, have an amazing weekend. YouTube, be safe. If you go to cams, uh, try to have them put it on another hand. So you can no, I don't want tattoo. to. Maybe get them on the knuckles. Get them on the knuckles. So in about all eight weeks. We'll yeah. Eight. Then you got them. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, go Illini. Hey. We got NFL football starting next weekend. I got my big football fantasy draft tonight. I hope I know what I'm doing. We'll find out. Uh, it's an expensive league that I'm in. Hopefully, I do well. Take Cooper Cup in the first round if you're late in the round. Boom. You've heard, you've heard it here. Guys, have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know.